Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. My intention with this experiment is to inspire hope and inspiration in your creative pursuits. Follow along as I interview artists, makers, entrepreneurs, and creatives from all walks of life. Listen while you work, listen while you create, listen while you dream up the next breakthrough idea. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, or craft, whatever that may be. These interviews are evidence of that fact. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe to the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this with your friends, family, and all those creative people you know out there. Now, let's dive into this concept we call creativity. Today, I have Rusty Perez on the podcast. Rusty is a builder, small business owner, and Gabby's husband. Gabby's the next episode coming up. This is a two-part series. Um, I work with Rusty at my studio location in Carlsbad, California all the time. Rusty's the man. He can build just about anything. He's so knowledgeable about the way that things work. Um, and he's got a really beautiful philosophical mindset as well. Um, definitely hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. And don't hesitate to re- leave a review on iTunes. Every single one helps. Um, and also, share this with all of your creative friends. That's creative in any way that you see. Um, creativity comes in all forms. My intention for this podcast is to inspire creativity in you, the listener. Uh, Let me know what you think. Let me know how these make you feel. Let me know what you're going through. Um, Yeah, I learned a lot from podcasts as I was coming up in the last few years, and I want to keep that going and pass that on. So, uh, yeah. Now, without further ado, Rusty Perez. All right, welcome to the Art and Life podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos, and with me today, I have the one and only Rusty Perez, and uh, this is a good friend of mine. We work together closely uh, here at Everbottle. It's a little co-working studio um, office space here in Carlsbad, California. Rusty, thanks for being with me today. Thanks for having me. So why don't we just start out by you uh, telling everybody a little bit about yourself, your life story, uh, in a couple minutes here. All right. So to make it short, I'm from Venezuela. Uh, moved to the states in uh, around '97 to the East Coast, and then uh, started making my way up all the way to Virginia with some friends. Uh, then from Virginia, I decided it was way too cold up there, so looking for warmer grounds. Uh, Gabby and I, my wife now, we decided to move from Washington DC all the way to the West Coast. And uh, I had a cousin that was here on South Oceanside. So we're like, okay, let's give it a try. And our plan was to keep going to Hawaii. But uh, we got here and one thing led to the other. Good people over here, you know, so you can find pretty much everything you need, good weather. So we kind of got stuck in, in, in Carlsbad and we love it here. So that's where it came from and that's where I'm at right now no planning on going anywhere yet hopefully we can branch out that'll be always good to like 
branch out to other small communities and kind of connect with them, have kind of like a a little network that we can go to and visit and pro probably be on the road for a little bit and be able to visit every single location, even if it's owned by somebody else, but go from community to community and try to take some stuff to that community, bring some stuff to this community. So we love it here, it's good. Yeah, yeah, so you, you have sort of two main roles in your life that you, that you run here. One is you organize and manage this community, yes. which is, um, it's called the State Street Makers community. Yes. Everybody does, um, like makes something. There's, there's me, my studio, there's uh, Gordon, he's got the bike shop, we've got videographers, we have a barber shop, there's a ceramics studio, yes. um, a, a woodworker, and then you do fabrication. Like, yeah, our, you, our business is kind of like a split in two. We have the, most of it has to do with the home decor or industrial decoration. But we have the part that is more eco-friendly, which is the part that we do all the eco gifts. And mainly we were focusing on bottles, glass bottles. We will cut them in half or in different ways to to make something out of them. Try to give the bottle a better, a better life, you know, than just a bottle. So we had that, we started with bottles, then moved to using some scrap wood, scrap metal, and pretty much scrap anything we get, you know. Uh, we look for anything reusable, and people bring us stuff, donate bottles, donate, you know, whatever is their trash, it could be used, you know. And then the other part of the business is uh, Evergrounded. And so that, that's Ever Bottle. That's Ever Bottle, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then the other part, Evergrounded, is uh, where we do all the industrial furniture. And that's gonna be mainly metal, some wood, and most of it's custom. You know, we just go, and we're able to do the custom work without the custom price tag. You know, because uh, it gives us the freedom to work with the customer on something that's gonna be unique, that's gonna work for their space, and it's gonna work for us too, because most of the time we have the freedom to do about 70% of the project on the way we want to do it. So it's, it's a good mix and we love it. Yeah. And then like you said, we do the whole co-op. We, we love it. It's a, it was an idea that, that we got after, after we we had a little space and we were able to expand that space and we wanted to have more people like us working with their hands, working in local community. And we realized that it was really hard to like, start your business and get it into stores or find a spot in a good location, but at a good price. So it's almost impossible, you know? But when you get together with other people, you can all work together, you know, afford to be in a good area, in a good space, and doing what you love to do. You know, you can give it a try, get out of your house, out of, out of the garage, and go into a real space, try it. If it works for you, Hopefully you get bigger and you can move on on your own and you know already do it. You try it and you, you know what it takes. And if you decide that it's not for you, you might take it and keep it as a hobby or keep it small. You know, you don't have to go big. Yeah. 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 That's definitely what it feels like here is like it's a incubation yes. spot, you know. And like you said, some of some of the businesses that are here don't end up going bigger and it's like, okay, well that didn't work. But it's nice because it's not so much of an investment for them because then yep. so it's like 
yeah, you can try it without completely losing everything you have if it doesn't work out. It's like you're just, you're not in for so much. And then, yeah, there's some success stories like um, Steady State. Steady State, like yeah. turned out to be one of the most popular coffee shops in town, and they started really small here. And they're all over the place. They have the products all over the place. They started <laughs> with the smallest setup, and uh, now they're, they're huge. They're super big. And it's awesome because our landlord, Dane, is really supportive of the whole thing, it seems. And, and so did you come up with the idea of how to do this here? Yeah, Gabby and I came up with the, with the concept. Uh, we like to do a lot of road trips when we can and, and go to local places and find local artists and, and see how they do their, their stuff, you know, how they make it. And it's the whole process. And then we, we always wanted to have Every time we go to a place, we see a, a little community, artisan community, and we get drawn to that, you know? It's like, we go to nature, and then we're trying to find little pockets and stuff. <laughs> and so it was cool because we wanted to have something like that here. We couldn't find anything that, that was like that, and we had the opportunity, thanks to our landlord, to get the space and start working on it slowly and let it happen in like a more organically way. You know, we didn't plan to have these many people working together or how to divide the space. It's kind of like morph by itself, you know? It's like, okay, we have the space. What can we do here? Let's paint it, let's change it. Let's work with the person who's gonna rent it. And they can give them the little touch. Um, it's good, I mean, that's, uh, or landlord help us a lot. You know, that's sometimes could be a, a, the big issue, you know? Yeah. Landlord's not allowing you to, to expand your creativity and, and turn a space into into something different. Yeah. And over here we'll be able to, we've been able to make it unique and let it flow. Uh, it's as crazy as we never know like what, what color that wall's gonna be. Sometimes we get extra paint, donate it and stuff, and well, guess what? It's gonna go <laughs> on that wall and it's fun. You never know where it's gonna go. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been, I mean, how long have you been doing this here? We started every bottle in 2012, but uh, we moved to a couple places in downtown Carlsbad. This was our third place. First place was our kitchen, yeah. and living room, and then patio, and then everywhere in the house. <laughs> then Gavin and I moved to State Street right here, but down the street a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we were renting a little spot, kind of like, like your studio right here, but double the size. Okay. Uh, that was our first setup. Then we got a notice that they were gonna tear it down uh, to make condos and stuff. So everybody in that half a block had to move out within 60 days. So we started looking for spots and uh, we found this building where we are right now, but we were renting a little spot. And then from that little spot, we started growing. And we had the opportunity to lease the whole building. So we've been here since I think We've been here for like seven and a half years. I think seven, six and a half or seven and a half, something like that, yeah. But it seems like forever. It's, it's <laughs> nice, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it, it's cool because it makes me think of just the concept of organic growth. How it, you know, you watch a plant grow and, you know, or like under the surface what it's doing. It's like every day it just changes a little bit. Oh, yeah. And like, adjust things a little bit and then over time over seven years you have a complete transformation and it's it's this whole big plant that's fully developed with fruits thing. and everything yeah, yeah exactly exactly it's it's awesome and i feel like you guys 
like you're you're obviously a very hard worker you like every time i'm here you're like you're doing something you're constantly doing stuff updating changing things like that and it's like what you have is that growth mindset and you can see it like the whole place is an example of that yeah we, we what do you think about the, the growth mindset of that we we love changing things some stuff you don't you know you leave in the way they are but there's so much potential you know and then you idea ideas come to your head sometimes or you know you talk to somebody and and they give you a tip like oh i, I saw something like this and and you get more ideas from people and you go to places and your head just start turning all the time and then while we're cleaning the property and doing stuff we we always thinking that oh look at that wall we we had never done anything there you know so there's a lot of areas that are not being used at all so we're trying to use every little space and improve it but not crazy we don't want to be spending a bunch of money on renovating a whole building we want to work with uh, every little area at the time and let it have character let people be able to like fix it you know a little bit too the way like the space the space you made it your own you know yep. it wasn't like this when you got it and you change it a lot so everybody gives it their the own touch and we try to improve what we can but what i love is every artisan get to you get to spend a little money in your space you know you can rearrange the electrical you can rearrange this and that you know and, and make it work for you uh but if we can make it better we try to work from the outside in that way we meet in the middle the artisan is working from the studio out and we're working from the outside in so it works good i like it that way yeah it's yeah. everybody freedom yep totally and that's i mean I, I definitely feel that and um you guys are willing to work with ideas and and help grow it in whatever way that we see so yeah it's really cool so it's, it's a neat thing to be a part of um okay so then you have this other side of you that is uh, i would say like the backbone of this place which is your your like steel fabrication your like you do all this stuff you you have these off-road vehicles that you've done yeah. like you basically built you know and you are always building these like badass off-road vehicle racks and trailers and things like that and like go and talk about that a little bit well we always love uh traveling and off-roading mainly because uh, we can get to places that most of the people can't get on their normal vehicles so we have a roof tent that we got about 15 years ago shipped from south america from back home we got it shipped over here because there were none over here oh. and then we started we put it on the back on, on the top of the truck and we started going to places and you can always get to the end of the road and then you want to go a little farther and you drive off road like a you know a few miles and then there's nobody and it's a whole different experience and i've been fabricating metal fabricating for a while now uh oh yeah like around 15 years you know it's not it's not a whole lifetime but uh i love it you know i've been able to i've been fortunate enough to work in, with the uh, different people and different projects uh, apply what I like to the projects that I do the, I think that's that's something I really appreciate having freedom to to use what I have in my head to make the project you know I, I, it's rare when somebody comes and they tell you I want this 100% like this and that's it right 
there's always not room for improvement, but there's always room to make it a little different. And um, I think when I do the metal stuff, I always think uh, it has to be functional and then it has to work and then look the best possible. You know, sometimes you gotta compromise a little bit of the looks for functionality. It needs to work. You know, even if it's not the best looking piece, yeah. it needs to work. And then you have the stuff that just sits there and it just needs to look good. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> so so that's that's different. But I like when when I can work on on something and you start working with a plan and then at the very end there's always a twist that you didn't expect it. And that's what the kinda of like you feel like it's breaking your head for a little bit, but then you just <laughs> then it just flows, you know? Yeah. Um I like like letting it flow. We do we have worked with a lot of local coffee shops, a lot of breweries, uh, interior designers, and we specialize on, on industrial furniture. It has that that farm or that warehouse look, you know, it's a super industrial, rough. It's not, the finish is not something polished. It's something that has character, sometimes a little bit of rust, in a couple spots. So we, we enjoy that part of it because it, you get a rustic piece that you make with the scrap metal and other components and you put it in a nice space and it just pops out. Oh, yeah. And we do a lot of custom stuff with the local industry. And I like that because uh, sometimes you don't do the whole build, but you do parts of a build and then you go to the place when it's done and, and you can see your pieces being part of every section. and. It feels good, you know, when you walk into a place and you're like, "Oh, we make that, we make this." You know, we don't get to, we don't do a lot of installations, so sometimes we don't know the final location right. or, or how's it gonna look, and that's and that's, you know, that's always opens your eyes. You're like, "Wow, look at that!" You know, yeah, that's, that's a cool space. Um, it's so cool with projects, and I go through this with my murals all the time. Like seeing the beginning. And just the idea phase and then watching it develop and change and grow and then the final moment when you see it all is just so cool like we, seeing your your table over next door and i'm sure it's gonna be sweet we, we were listening to your uh to your you djing last night yeah and uh you were painting yeah which is pretty cool because you're djing and then you're painting at the same time it's like when you do the weddings the life painting yeah and it was cool because uh we started watching the painting and then you kind of like stop watching for a second you just listen to the music doing your own thing and then you turn around and look at it again and say it's like, it's like oh look you start like trying to figure out what it is and you see things and see lines and all of a sudden like oh look at that it looks like an eye and then you look again it's like it's gone so that's the whole process of the <laughs> of the creativity you know yeah so you, you you go and you let it flow yeah. yeah that's that's beautiful yeah yeah that was awesome thanks for being there and that was a blast. I had a oh, good that was time. Good. We're gonna do more of that. I want to do that with, um, like, doing more of a call out to artists to have them join and have other artists painting or doing whatever the they whole do time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah the, the collaborative element of art is really. I neat. think that's uh, something that's happening right now that I like the, this whole global movement that we didn't expect. You know, it's a uh, it's negative, but it's is positive too. Um, is we have to stay home or stay confined to, to our area. Thankfully here in the community, most of the people work by themselves. Yeah. So if we're the people that have been able to like, you know, nobody's like really, really working because uh, they had us close the shops. 
but we're able to be, like I'll be able to be by myself and finish little projects you know yeah. uh, right now we're working on, on a lattice for their passion fruit and little things that we've been meaning to do and they always get pushed to the bottom of the list because we have work to do yeah so now I, I, I see how people realize people are freaking out first and then they realize okay we can do this look I got an extra time and instead of worrying just worrying just worry a little bit but then use the extra time for something yeah and people are you know we are meant to connect we like to socialize people like to socialize so when you tell everybody to stay home or to stay you know doing their own stuff keeping distance people are finding new ways to to get together even if you're in totally different continents yeah so we already had the technology and the tools but now people are using it more so I'm hoping that this is something that we learn and adapt and keep using in the future because I've seen a lot of people like social media people are people that will never do like a workshop for free they're sitting at their home or somewhere by themselves and they're just talking to people and, and it's somebody that maybe you know they charge a lot of money for a workshop and now they're doing it free just because nobody if you do a workshop right now nobody's gonna go because you can't mm -hmm. so some people charge some people take donations some people do it for free so it's allowing everybody to find and try what they want to do and how they want to do it yeah and I hope some of these days and, and that we learn that we see all the changes and what's happening to 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 the earth and in the first couple of weeks there were big changes already I can imagine by now how how many more changes are happening in the earth and good positive changes you're talking about like dolphins coming back to yeah all the stuff dolphins and, and, and wild animals back home to, uh, Gabby showed me some video uh, the fish are coming back to the shore you can see them just in the shore Whoa. jumping and stuff so you, I don't, haven't seen that ever because nobody's going to the water Right. so the wildlife are kind of like going back to full domain in their areas you know because yeah. we're not intruding in, in those areas so that's big that, that's big I think that's a good thing so hopefully we, sh we learn the balance that we thought we had but we we all know we, we just take more than we have to so hopefully when we come back we respect you know Pachamama a little more and give it space and try to thread lighter you know we've been doing the best I think I don't think anybody's just being not wanting to do their best but I think we're capable of doing more absolutely um, that reminds me of this book I read recently called Ishmael and in it um, it's this like philosophical conversation between characters but one of them was talking about how uh, that we as humans we because we are conscious in a way that animals aren't we can think cognitive cognitively and all these things we assume that the world was made for us because we're, we're, we're the farthest developed and advanced in those yeah. ways. Um, but what the, the character is suggesting is that we, what, our, what we should do, what would be a better way to do it, be like stewards for the planet. Like we cross the finish line of like this higher cognition, but other animals will too, if we give them the space and if we don't destroy the world. Yeah. So it, it is cool to think about like the idea of nature coming back and rewilding places now as humans if we could be conscious about our movements then we could set up like our civilization so that it, it is what it is and it's like growing and doing its thing also but then also like saving areas and yeah like, preserving preserving spaces yeah and we can 
you know, we can, it's, it's been happening, but hopefully this whole situation makes it, as it accelerates the process is people are incorporating nature into architectural stuff, into yeah. designs, in, you know, people are, when they do a landscape, they're trying to do plants that are native and plants that are gonna be, you know, medicinal or fruit trees. And people are thinking a little more the way they plant around the house. Yeah. Right now, I'm thinking a lot of people are bored. So we've been getting a lot of questions like, where do you guys get your soil? Um, how do you guys grow this? And um, we're not masters at growing stuff and, and you know, we're not business people, but everything that we've been learning by ourselves and with other people, we try to pass the information where we learn more. And we always say, hey, this is what we try and it's working for us. Might not work for everybody. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are planting right now. A lot of people are, you know, getting into making art. Yeah. Uh, we heard a couple of people that kind of like dug their hobby stuff and they brought them back to the table and they're starting to play again and, and making stuff. And, you know, it's like, oh, look what I found in the garage, organizing a little bit and, and yeah. stuff that they like to do that you can't do because you're working 12 hours a day, you know? Yeah. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to do the full work and then drive back home and stuck in traffic and all that stuff. So all of a sudden, even if you're working from home, you're going to have extra time. And that's the part that I'm loving. Yeah. Yeah. We're all being really uh, just forced to develop. Like, okay, you're going to be bored. What are you going to do then? Oh, yeah. Like humans who haven't been bored in years now are like bored. So it's like figure it out. And, and we, we get busy them. again. What's yeah. that? We get busy again. It's just hopefully we, we get busy with more of the stuff that we're finding out that we can do with yeah. this time. Like, instead of just going full on to back to work, you know? Yeah, and doing the same exact routine, same everything. And I don't think- Same mindsets. All, oh yeah. But I don't think that all that normal that we were expecting that is gonna be back, is gonna be normal again. No. Uh, the normal that we knew is gone. Um, you know, the industry, every industry right now, well, most of them are gonna change. When they start letting businesses open again, and even that sentence right there is weird. You know, when they let them open again. Right. Right now, everything's like, you are close. Yeah. Restaurants are gonna are, are kind of open right now. They're doing takeout and stuff. But when they let them open the doors to the public, it's not gonna be normal. It's gonna be with regulations and, and a weird setup. They're gonna tell you where to go, what to grab, not to touch this. It's already, you know, right. it's weird right now. We went to a farmer's market this morning and you can't touch anything. Yeah. You know, you work with your mask and bandanas or whatever, and mm -hmm. you point at stuff that you want. You can't check your tomatoes. You can't check anything anymore. You just, hey, I need something that is ready for today. Something is ready for th in three days. Okay. And uh, if you touch it, you buy it. That's the rule <laughs> they have right now. Yeah. Because you, you, you might contaminate that. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so wild thinking about the world and the setup. Like, think about, like, the Olympics or any sporting event. Oh. Or like, and there's so much of our world that's built around that. Oh yeah, and and to think about like the NBA being shut down for the season. Disneyland. Disneyland. Legoland. How Everything. much money is not being I mean, brought I in? Like San Diego County, uh, one of the main income events is uh, the Comic Con. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know when it's when when it celebrates, but. If it's if it hasn't happened this year, it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen now. Right. Uh, and 
and then uh, the breweries. Yeah. All the breweries, that was the second biggest uh, industry in San Diego County. And yeah, they're operating, you know, not at the same level. Yeah. And now people cannot go to the to the tasting rooms. Well, it's just way different. So just those two industries right there are changing the economy. Oh, and then yeah. you got the casinos are closed. Yeah. Uh, Hotels, everything. everything campgrounds trails yeah. the beach is closed you can't even walk on the sand <clears throat> it's, it's wild this is this is i don't think anybody imagined this happening right no no it was that thing that if if you planned for something like this then you were being kind of ridiculous yeah at least that's the way that i felt about it like come on like plan for like a end of the world like cataclysmic yeah. event and the other thing is you, you're a prepper I don't think you were ready 100% for this <clears throat> no. because, uh, yeah, the best you can do is just, yeah, go to your location, your, you know, secret location and just be there and by yourself and all that, but you can do that anytime. Yeah. Right now it's like, they, they didn't tell you to go and escape. No, they close everything. Yeah. The world stopped. So yeah, it doesn't matter what you do. There's, there's, everything's closed. Yeah. This is a weird feeling. Yeah. And I think that the, one of the most challenging things about it is the amount of time um, that we have to do this. Like you were talking about it to me like last week, just thinking about how like, you know, the first month is not that big of a deal. Like some people won't be able to get through one month, but a lot of people will be able to do that. Yeah. But it's like the second month, the third month, like going on past that, like people's money just dries up. Yeah. Right now, you know, a lot of people have savings. A lot of people have credit cards or everybody's just putting everything there, using Mm -hmm. the saving money. And, all of that, but small businesses, you know, we, we all small and we, we always trying to make it, you know, we, you working with ideas and all of that stuff. And, and normally you don't get the support that the small business industry should get, you know, is you're in the community. And when I said they don't get the support, I meaning like cities and government and all right. that stuff, right. Uh, people wise, at least us in this community, we get a lot of support. You know, we get support from people that moved away. We get support from people that are new to the town and we get support from other people that have been here for years. Yeah. So thankfully that type of support, we get it and we super thankful. Um, we got great people around here, uh, all the Addisons and all the people that have worked here and that are working here are great people. We're, we're able to have a, a a real share and open space for everybody to work together. You know, there's, there's a lot of trust and nowadays with all the development and everything is, is hard to have a place that is safe yeah. that you, you can trust, you can be you and you can share That's you know, people don't share too much. Everybody, you go to a one block and everybody opens their garage. Everybody have a lawnmower. Everybody have their own everything. Yeah. When a whole block could share a landmower, you know, right. oh, that house buys a landmower, this one buys a wee walker, you know, yeah. and then you just share it. That'd yeah. be, that'd be ideal. Totally. You know, uh, but. And that's how it is here. It's so nice. Yeah, we can share it. If I ever need something, I know that you've got it. Yeah. You, so you've got just about every single tool possible. <laughs> yeah. We, we can always get more tools, but yeah, <laughs> we, we got the, the basic ones that we need. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of community and support, uh, you guys are doing a GoFundMe campaign. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we started a GoFundMe for two reasons. Uh, one, 
because uh, our presence online is not as big as we wanted to be. We don't have a shopping cart that people can buy a lot of products. We, we have focused a lot on working local and selling local and, and, and that we haven't had the time and need and it's a bunch of combinations yeah. and different stuff to go and have a shopping cart online, but it's something we've been wanting to do for a while. And <clears throat> right now we were, you know, like everybody else, forced to close the doors until further notice. So we don't have that income anymore. And then we we have things that we gotta pay, we got projects that we wanna make, we're fixing areas, we're changing areas. So we know that money's gonna get tighter. Yeah. Um, we started GoFundMe as a way to to get support from the people that want these type of communities to thrive. Um, also, we like I said, we like going to markets. We like buying from local people and supporting local businesses. So part of that money is gonna go. It's not that we're gonna give them money for you know, donate the money, but we're gonna buy at the local market. Keep doing the local stuff and making sure that any money that we that we get is invested in the business in the community. Or for us to buy local and spend local. Uh, if if everybody runs out of money, or depending on the government for money, then you can spend local, you know. And we know that spending local costs a little than than spending corporate. Yeah. So we're being mindful with the money, the way we spend it, and it's been great. The support has been really good. We have a, an Instagram account for Everbottle, which is EVR Bottle. And in the description on the on the bio, we have uh, the link to the GoFundMe, and you can see pictures or the events that we've done. We used to do a gathering every month, but right now that's canceled. Uh, we can't wait to you know get together with everybody again. Those, those are fun. Oh, those parties are great. They're they're awesome, and yeah. like there's you guys always have a bunch of different artisans, and not just the ones here that are like set up permanently but then we've got little tables of you know uh like a little market yeah. yeah it's like a little market it's so cool and then you always got it's just like music and art and people are always having a good time you got like there's kids running around all over the place yeah, like, we, we always keep it pet friendly kid friendly you know we try to do our best we we trust on the people that comes and you know the space when we do an event the space always open for everybody to browse and check and yeah. and you know be themselves and and learn everything and absorb everything that we have to offer in their own time and their own way you know we'll, uh, we like inviting people that want to present their projects or present their products or whatever they do to presented to other people so they always have a you know we have like an artisan or two and then we get somebody that wants to look live music or a presentation and you always turn out to be a good combination we've been doing food when we can uh, either we make it or or we invite people to you know that have a food business to come and you know showcase what they do and do a donation base yeah so that's another thing we the events are free and most of the stuff is just donation uh, twice a year we do a bigger event and those we invite vendors and those are more like a market everybody's selling their own product but the little ones that we do is just for people to gather and network a lot of networking yeah and that's good yeah it's like you're creating the space for the magic to all happen 
Yeah, we, we have the space, so that's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's hard when you have a small, bit, tiny business that you're running out of your garage or living room to have that space to mix with people, you know? But we have the space already, so instead of having the space closed sometimes, we just, hey, Sunday, you want to go over there, invite your people, use the front patio, use the space that is available, use the garden or whatever, you know? And, and if we can share the space with people that that might help them, you know, grow their business too. Yeah. And hopefully they'll have their own space at one point and they'll share it with other people, you know, hopefully it keeps, it keeps going. Yeah. Makes it easier for, for anybody that is starting. Yeah. It's like creating a model and then just working that model and then showing people the benefits of it. Yeah. If you have a space, share what you can, if you can, you know, like right. at least once in a while and like, share i know some people have their tools and their equipment it's expensive and blah 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 but you can always help somebody you know so if you have a business and whatever you do there's always somebody's going to come at the low end that can afford to hire you but you can always do a little help them a little bit and you know guide them all the stuff and offer them to hey you know what i can work with you for 20 minutes and i'm not going to charge you on that and that will ripple you know you, you maybe those 20 minutes you're helping somebody with the project you can help that person finish that or, or get the part that they were stuck with and get moving. You know, you help them, maybe somebody else will help them in the next one and they can get their stuff done and get going. So little things like that, I think we, we can all do, you know, that, yeah. that we are, we believe that we're too busy. That's one thing I noticed in the States. We always busy and almost, when you ask people, like it's almost like they're proud that they're busy. I say, well, it's a good thing that you're busy with work enough to, you know, do what you have to do in life. But being busy is not supposed to be something we're like proud of, you know. Oh, we're so busy today. So <laughs> like, we need to have some time to to not be busy. Yeah. You know, to to do stuff that that you don't have to do. That you want to do, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, like the workload is an obsession. Yes. And if it's if you're not to the max and it's like well, what are you going to do to fill your time because it's just this like go 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 get ahead mentality well i know a few people right now that are going crazy at home they just want to go back to work yeah you know, like like i need to go to my office and be in the computer and working for 10 hours you know it's like but i think they'll they'll give in they'll yeah they'll realize that it's okay to work seven hours well and you've traveled around the world and you've seen right like i mean and you're from venezuela it's like mm -hmm different cultures view a day differently oh, yeah. and here there's just there's a an obsession with with working as much as you possibly can to get the it's funny because it's like you work really hard so that you can get the job so that you can get the raise so that you can make the money so that you can buy the big house so you can you know do all these things and then you keep working so that one day you can enjoy it all yeah that's that's one thing we realized uh, a few years back Gavin and I were uh, traveling and, and we went to this campground uh, on the middle of the week, you know. Uh, and we're like, wow, there's not a lot of people, but the few people that are here are old people. Yeah. And they're just chilling, you know. Yeah. And they're not doing much, they're just there. I'm like, well, you know what, we should start traveling more first. Try to pick days where it's not super busy, you know, work on a weekend and take a couple of days off in the week or whatever. Yeah. And then try to do a small trip, you know, a road trip somewhere 
when you when we can right now right now you can you can go somewhere i'm not saying right now in this moment but in life you know yeah. like while you're young and you don't have a guarantee of tomorrow so try to do a little balance like work when you're working try to work hard but then take a break and go somewhere do something that's going to relax you or open your mind a little more learn about how somebody else doing their life or we like going on hikes a lot so we will go to a campsite and try to do a hike and most of the time it's like nobody out there like i don't know if i'm gonna have good knees when i'm 55 or 65 or who knows you know and you don't know if you're gonna be able to retire or not you don't know if you're gonna get a pension or not you don't know anything you know right. that you think you know it i mean look at this right now right whoever thought they were gonna be going on vacation right now or getting married or or doing a lot of stuff guess what the universe that's what it wants you know you you can think you're gonna do whatever but it might happen it's, 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 it's a plan it's not a it's not a set in stone totally yeah this is that i mean i'd say that's one of the biggest like most profound elements of this whole experience that we're all going through is like, tomorrow might not be what you think it is oh yeah so enjoy today and what you've got it's like it's it's an acting or it's an exercise in gratitude right now money is not doing much and this with this whole situation with the virus right i mean people that have a crazy amount of money they're not feeling it maybe but but everywhere you go you see people adapting to the basics and nobody most of the people can't do much with a, with, with the extra money right now yeah. it's like you know you like to go to the bars the casino you know you like, how do you spend your money right now you're hey you're home and uh, you, you gotta do your own, you normally do your groceries you probably have to stand in line for a little bit you you can't go to the places you normally like to go and it's not a matter of oh we're booked today oh I can pay double yeah. no they're closed <laughs> and they're closed yeah you know so so yeah money value I can see us learning to trade a little more that's something already in this community we do a lot we do a lot of trade yeah. uh, when we used to sell at the market we used to do a lot of trade products for our products and yeah. a lot of people do it more people than we thought that trade stuff you know and we like that that's that's good and i think that's gonna that's gonna start happening a little more more trading yeah get back to like, like human oh yeah element of going back and forth yeah it's like money just tells you puts the value on things but trading i think it's always a better better value you know? right and i, I like I don't think trading necessarily can replace money because you need, yeah. I feel like money is, you know, is that, it's that equalizing element, you know, like how much are my three goats worth versus your two yeah, cows? You made it, you know? made it streamlined. You, yeah. You get, it, get it working. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it, it gives you, you don't it, need to, to just stay on it all the time. Yeah. The money kind of give you a, a chart and then you can go off of that and you can be, Oh yeah, the three goats are worth you know this much money, yeah. but that means my four chickens are worth you know the same, so I can trade you three goats for four chickens or whatever you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and nowadays we can trade pretty much anything you know. So, <laughs> so it's good, it's easier to trade. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears to uh, the big question, so that we have plenty of time to dive in and go walk down that path. Okay. So that's, what's your definition of art? Art. So I think we can all 
I agree that art is different for everybody. Uh, I think art is when you when you're doing something that you love, that you enjoy, and you letting it flow. You're not dictating that you have to follow steps. You just uh, you just stand right there or sit right there. You know, just be in that moment. Find the media that you like to use, and then try to do something that you're not copying. You're not, you know, just duplicating something. You might be using the same media somebody else is using, you know, and making something similar. You know, if you're gonna paint a human and another person wants to paint a human, that's fine, but there's so many ways you can paint it or sculpt it or whatever. So if you let it flow, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not artistic. I bet you you are. You just you just comparing. You saying I know I cannot do that type of art right yeah. there. So there's a a lot of stuff that they tell you. This is what art is. You know, you type art on on a search engine, and it's gonna show you you know main things yeah. like ten types of art that people consider like well that's being artistic. But you can do art with anything. You can do. To me, uh. When I see people that have skills and they make something like a mandala, but they make it with the in the sand, and then it's gonna be gone tomorrow. You know, they spend three hours making it, and then it's gonna be gone. So that's that's just doing it for the love of art. Yeah. And that should be the main the main let it flow and do it because you love it. If you get to do some type of art, because art is linked to in a, in a way to money because you put in your time. And your experience, everything that you learn to get to that level, so you're not working, you know, doing something else. You're dedicating your life to that art, so you sell it, and that's what puts a price tag on it. But if you get in it for the money, I wouldn't say that's the real artistic way. You know, it might look, you might show up to a place, and you might look like, oh, look at this place, you know, it's full of art. But are you happy with, are you consider yourself an artist? Or you're a business person? You know, you, you, a lot of people get, say like, oh, look at this, this type of stuff sells. I'm gonna start making it. And you just make it because you wanna make money out of it. I think that's not what I consider art. I, I think art needs to be made by you with the media that you choose. And always be open to let it go in directions that you don't, that you don't even expect. Yeah. And whatever you end up with, it might be beautiful to you, it might be beautiful to some other people, some people might not get it, some people might hate it. Doesn't matter, it's your art. It's, yeah, as long as you're okay and happy with it, at least happy with the process, even if you never finish it. If you're enjoying the process, that that's artistic right there. You're gonna, you're gonna feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if anyone's answered it with the love element involved yet and uh i like it i mean what you're saying is it's like love and presence oh yeah and intention um we practice that a lot like here in the in the property that we that we spend most of our time the community everything we do is uh sometimes we get carried away we start you know just doing a little oh the glass screw that screw is loose you know let's let's tie it and then you realize like oh look at that we didn't paint there and then next thing you know it's like you're 10 hours into it and you're not making money you just 
loving it and you're just doing it and yeah. you feel good when you're doing it you know yeah. and then at the end of the day you're tired but then you look at what you did you're like that was worth it so yeah. when you go to the gym and you work out and you're sore but then you feel good that type of feeling yeah so art i think is the same you you gotta feel it you know you, you you'll know when you're doing it the right way yeah because you'll feel it yeah, because it's like time moves differently. Like, like you said, time will, like 10 hours just flies by. Oh, yeah. And you're exhausted, but you're not, like, it, there's a difference between working 10 hours doing something you absolutely don't want to be doing. Yeah. And 10 hours doing your art, whatever that is. And you'll be exhausted, but you're, like, energized fully and the next day you can like wake up and keep going like i don't have kids but i can relate it to maybe people that have kids yeah. you know they'll be tired of dealing with the kids you know because they have a whole different energy but you love it yeah. you know every minute you're doing that you know you spend money you spend time with the with the kids and you can't change it you spend money on something and it might not feel the same you know you, you, you have to be i think love is have to be a big big part of it yeah 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 it's like it's part of what I feel like it, it, it really pushes you to that level of presence that sharpness where you're you're a hundred percent focused right there on what you're doing and and without the love then it's like you it's hard to care as much I mean I get I guess if you don't love what you're doing then it's more of like a Zen practice of dis of discipline yeah whereas yeah. when it's like love then and disciplines involved in art also but when there's love there, then it's easier to be, like, real sharp. And discipline will 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 make you improve. Will make you get better in a lot of things. But if you only think about improving and having too much discipline, then where's the enjoyment in that part? You know, it's like yeah, a lot of things that I've been trying to do a lot is don't compare your art. To somebody else's art yeah even if it's the same media yes because uh then you get into that whole race of oh this is better this is good this is ugly this is trendy just do you in every aspect from your business from yeah. the way you do things of and every day just just do you and it's okay to to see what other people are doing but don't take it as a as a measuring bar. Yeah. yeah. I think that one thing that happens in that situation too is that when you are making art, when you're creating anything or developing anything, you see it from the first, from the idea stage to the drafting to the like building of the essential shapes and then the putting together. So, and then you see the final product. So, your own creation, you see behind the curtain. Yeah, and you can see, behind, like the the back view of it. And you can see that the screws might not be perfect in these ways. You you know the faults. Yes. Whereas when you're looking at somebody else's, you are seeing it all at once. The finished product, all the layers put together in their full um, development and like coherence, so that it, it all hits you at once. And yep. even if you and somebody else were to put together something that was like perfectly equal in every single way it'll be different in the way it was made yeah. yeah the way that you look at theirs is going to feel more uh like they maybe have something better there than yours is yeah just because grass is always greener yeah exactly <laughs> perspective is so interesting in those ways and for some reason we always have the curiosity we want to 
we want to see like oh they have that in a different color over there i want to go and see what that's about you know it's like it's, it's always like we draw to like what's going on over there what are they doing over there you know? yeah how's he how is he making that that piece right there oh wow look he's using this tool he doesn't use that tool and sometimes it's like people experimenting sometimes people just using what they have yeah it's, it's, it's gonna make it way different yeah and it's funny because from your perspective looking across the fence and seeing that you're like oh man that person's trying something new i've never even thought about what a genius they are and then they're on the other side of the fence probably like cursing the fact that they have to use these things and yeah. whatever why am i using they're this like, tool I, yeah. I can't afford the real one <laughs> and they're looking across the fence to you being like oh man if only i could do that yeah yeah it's always like that but that's why you have to be happy because uh liking what you're doing if you don't like it then then you're constantly trying to be somebody else yeah or trying to find who you are and that's fine i don't think we ever find who we are 100 percent. we always changing and i mean take a picture today put it in an envelope and then take a look at it in five years yeah and, and you know you'd be like oh i was wearing that oh i was doing that <laughs> oh i used to live there you yeah. might not even remember that place you used to live in five years yeah you know? so and it, it's such a like again the perspective thing like we're, we're like on this like hamster wheel where we think we're going ahead and we're always like looking into the future but it's like this constant rotating now and we're always you never get there no no and it always looks the same looking out our eyeballs you know you don't realize you being you have got to a lot of the places you wanted to be yeah like like oh you wanted to do that well you already did it yeah and you're still moving to something else you want to do that you you didn't even know that you were going to be doing you know you want something you you never knew you wanted and the stuff you wanted a lot of it maybe you already had you already did you already experienced and it's just a constant search so if we're a little more content with what we already done and we already have i think we'll live a little more stress-free yeah that's that's one one important thing yeah. why, why are we stressing for you know what's making you stressed out right you know some people say that, that they get uh depressed I don't believe you can get depressed. That's my personal opinion. I don't think it exists. Uh, I think you can get mad. I think you can get sad. I think you can get a lot of things, but depressed, I think is something doctor made, you know, like, hey, medicine, we need to push medicine, all that stuff, because like, oh yeah, you're depressed. Who are you to tell me I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm that concept, depressed, you know, like, like yeah. that, everybody can get out of it. I think that's just like a, you know, you get in a thing and, and then, they tell you yeah that's what you have you're like that and then you're gonna be like this for this yeah. whole year you need to take this medicine and yeah with that label then yeah. you can be prescribed yeah so, and then you can be part of the system where they're making money off i you. think a lot of people get to the to say that they're depressed because uh they can't handle society yeah. and i can't handle society the way it is that's what we make communities that's what we find our group of people you know your tribe because uh you try to handle society everybody's different everybody's doing different acting different you go crazy yeah you don't know which way to go so some people they they can't handle it and they you know turn around and go into a corner and and you know cry because you don't you don't understand the way the world works i don't think a lot of people do i don't think anybody does you know you just try to leave it and we need to get back into 
I always say to people, people that know me, that's, that they say that a lot of people are socially fucked, socially mixed, messed up. And they, they, what I mean with that is, is you're so in the system that you don't realize that it's like being underwater. Like you gotta get your head out of the water, don't drown. Get it out of the water and take a big breath, you know? Because we, you get focused so much on, on trying to live the dream, you know, what they tell you that the dream is, get the house, get the dog, get the wife, get the kids and, you know, get old and die. Um, I don't, I don't think that's, that's what matters a hundred percent. Just, just again, do you and be you live at the time. And we need to help people. Sometimes people get depressed or get, when they need help, sometimes you just by saying something, you know, by saying hi to somebody and smile yeah. that you don't know that can change the whole day. You know, that, that could be the difference between the breaking point or not. Yeah. So help people, check on your neighbor, um, talk to that person that, that maybe is trying to reach out uh, for a little something, not even help, not even money, not maybe a little like, hey, how are you today? Yeah. You know what? Authentically. Yeah. I got, I feel like one thing that happens with, and this is just my opinion, is that um, when people are going through a quote unquote depression, what they're really experiencing is a disconnection. Yeah. And that's the disconnection from other people, from themselves, from nature, from things that matter. Some people get, and I think we all do it, but some people do it in a bad way. And it's uh, like when you reflect the way you feel on others, sometimes you're frustrated because of something. Sometimes I'm frustrated because of a project's not working the way I thought. And it's like, and it's nothing really serious. It's just a little, that screw will not go straight in the hole, you know, whatever. And you get frustrated and, and then somebody comes in and you you might go and say something you don't have to say to that person or be like whatever you know it's like sometimes we we do that we we explode in a way but we can learn not to not to be so how do you say it? don't be just i don't know i can't find that word but we need i'm, I'm like me i'm trying to learn to be a little more steady you know if something's not working maybe drop it for a second and go and do something else yeah. uh, like I don't want to be that person that's always you know throwing your troubles on other people because something's not working for you it doesn't mean you gotta you know treat these people this way or that way and sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it you know you might not even do it in a bad way but that's when we have to just check take, take a little break and check what's going on and help people get to know your neighbor uh, that's something I I don't think I'm ever going to get used to the culture in the states is people don't get to know their neighbors yeah and just get to know them if it's a business that is next to your house get to know the business yeah. uh, get meet the manager the owner the employees somebody and, yeah you know if you live in an apartment complex just, just you should at least know who's living next to you yeah above you or below you you know at least introduce yourself and and talk to them once to see you know if there's yeah. anything that you can connect with that person and help or do and yeah share stuff just try to share if you can especially right now that it's a hard times they're telling us to stay away from each other but we can still you know keep a distance and, and do things I know we're all gonna get creative to yeah. to be able to do 
to do a lot more and socialize in a different way without you know you physically you'll have distance but emotionally and 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 mentally i think we can be still be close yeah you know people are finding ways to do no high fives but now you just do food fives when you, you feed just <laughs> do stuff and we're gonna get creative and and we we're gonna stay together and push through it well that was awesome i love it man that flew by it did fly by right and yeah. once you get going once you're in the flow and you're present and yeah. you got the love going yeah, you see? <laughs> it good. goes by yeah. um well yeah this is the part where i express my uh my gratitude and appreciation for coming on the podcast rusty you're awesome to work with you've always Thank been you. super helpful you've like just created the space and like the culture of working together sharing helping and you're right it does like just pass through and i know it's like had a really nice ripple effect in my life because i just like take that out and That's good keep it going you know oh yeah de definitely and um the effect of this place is is a lot more on this community than i think you guys will ever know but That's good it's, it's really cool um so yeah where can everybody connect with you and follow you so Gabby runs most of the social media and I think uh, Instagram is kind of what we're using the most. Yeah. So Everbottle, E-V-R Bottle, uh, on Instagram or Facebook or even Google, if you type Everbottle, you, you'll find us one way or the other. It's gonna be the easiest way to do it. And you know, I'm happy, me and my wife, we're, we love what we do and we love the people that we're connecting with and it's great to hopefully whoever's hearing this they get inspired in a way or the other and they can do something for somebody else too or for themselves this is this helps us a lot yeah you know not just we're not just helping people we're getting a lot of help yeah and it feels good yeah yeah thanks for being on the show rusty it was great uh, <laughs> uh wouldn't miss it <laughs> heck yeah cool up next we got gabby on the interview so yes um, yeah so now we'll see her side of the coin yeah perfect <laughs> all right thank cool. you cheers so that my friends was rusty perez he's a jack of all trades he's super helpful really knowledgeable about a lot of different things community oriented and a salt of the earth type guy you can find him online at everbottle that's e-v-r bottle on instagram Check them out. Go donate to their GoFundMe campaign. They they could use some help right now. It's a challenging time. They don't have a storefront that's available at this moment. So uh, anything that you can do helps. Again, I hope that this was inspirational to you in one way or another. Living life creatively isn't always easy. It takes grit. It takes courage to put oneself out there. And it takes time. Keep going. Keep digging. Don't give up. Talk art. Think art. Be art. Thanks for listening. Now, enjoy your creativity in whatever form that takes.